turned me into a dog. Can you believe this? And you're invited too! Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Obscurities. I'm your co-host and brother, Jams. I'm your co-host and sister, Melissa. And welcome to another episode of Saturday Morning Obscurities. On this show, we look back on old kids' shows you feel like only you remember. Today, we're going to be talking about Dragon Booster. But before that, we're going to do our first segment of the show called What's New Scooby-Doo, where we talk about any new shows, media, and anything new we've been enjoying in our lives. Mel, what's new Scooby-Doo with you? I've been watching a lot of heavy stuff lately. I just finished Landscapers. I just watched all of Yellow Jackets. I watched the movie The Power of the Dog. All high-quality, enthralling entertainment, but like lots, lots of bummers in there. So I thought, I need to mellow out. I need to watch something very silly. I'm going to watch The Tick. Oh, like the the original of the Tick, or like the cartoon uh, the live it's, action. It's the most recent one, the one on Amazon Prime, oh. starring Peter Serafinowicz and Griffin Newman. Very good boys. Uh, mm. I I remember when that uh, started, and it had a very hype like launch. Like a lot of people were really into it, and then I didn't hear anything about it for a while. Is it still going, or did it only take the two seasons? No, no, it only lasted two seasons. Uh, I, I, we watched season one from my other podcast, the review show, like two years ago. I, I yeah. think that was just before or after the, the, the initial quarantine days. I, I had uh, Tick and Arthur around to try and help me through that. And I've just never made it all the way through season two. Because really? <laughs> I'm, I'm just... I'm just never on Prime. I, I, it's not a platform that I, I go to unless I'm specifically looking for something. And like, mm-hmm. I would just take a break and then forget I was supposed to come back and finish the show. Yeah. And I'm like, this is it. You're doing it. You're doing it now. This is the year <laughs> I finish all these TV shows I've started and not mm-hmm. gotten to the end of. That's great. Way to go. Thank you. It's important to have goals. Yeah. I, I do that a lot too, where I will get totally like sucked into a show and then don't finish it. I have gotten 90%, 95% of the way through <laughs> shows and games, set them down and never came back. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's just, that's just part of, I don't know if that's part of me or part of the human condition in some way. It may be part of the human condition. I remember Kyle telling me, like, oh, I watched season one of Mr. Robot. I loved it. Then when season two came out, I'm like, I'd better watch season one again. And then I never got around to watching season two. He watched season one of Mr. Robot like three times before he got to season two. <laughs> really wrap up before he gets there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is it? There is maybe some ties to everyone in the world has has issues with mental health. And procrastination is a facet of that. So it mm. is possible. It is something like that. And it's just, remember, like, there's always those kids in school who seem to have no issues with mental health that are just very mm. good at school. And you're like, how do you, how are you doing that? Uh, why aren't you dragged down by depression and ADHD <laughs> like the rest of us? Uh, maybe they can finish shows when they start them, but only them. <laughs> I've I've never been a binger of shows in general, unless it's something I Mm -hmm. have to watch within a specific time frame for like podcast homework. If it's stuff I'm watching on my own time, I will 
I started Gilmore Girls, I think, five <laughs> years ago, and I'm halfway through season three. <laughs> and it's a great show. That's an, that's an impressive rate. <laughs> it's a show I like. Some of these shows I like so much that I like put it on a shelf. Like, I'll save that for like a day when I really need a mood booster. Or sometimes I like something so much I'm wary of the feeling of knowing that I've already watched all of it. Sometimes knowing yeah. that there's still so much out there for me to still watch feels better, even if I haven't accomplished yeah. something. That's I use that kind of like same logic with like hoarding like movies and games. Like even like I own a lot of physical movies and like I own a lot of digital games. I will never get around to playing and watching all of them. But it's so mm. nice to have them because right. do you remember like distinct moments in, in at least like a millennial childhood where like you were at your wits end of what you owned and could do. So Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, you know, you had like 20 VHS tapes and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe you get your parents to buy you an additional VHS tape. Yeah. Like once a year, maybe like. And by that point, it's DVDs. Right. Uh, but yeah, so, I, I, yeah, again, must be a part of at least the millennial, I think, human condition. Mm. Uh, mm. But yeah, I will never, I don't know. I, I, I've been playing like a lot of like, this isn't my West New Scooby-Doo, but I've been playing like a lot of like little Switch games while getting ready for like Pokemon Arceus to come out. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm like, I just need a little something to like, uh, like wait my time. And I've been like, playing like link to the past for the first time and like i went i spent like 20 bucks on the switch store buying like little two dollar games that i will mostly ignore and then just play like <laughs> one and then go back to link to the past but i'm yeah. just like i'd rather rather have these and not need them than need them and not have them sure but yeah anyway uh speaking of binging things uh i got uh boosted on monday so i am now 30 percent more 5g than i was before and oh. i assume can lift cars next year that's when the 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 booster takes active and the government takes hold of me to turn me into a soldier uh <laughs> and they'll ac activate the super serum they put in my blood to make me lift cars for some reason cars are going to be the enemy next year uh um, right We've all seen Superman do it so many times on that one comic book cover. So it's an, an image ingrained into every human's head. I know how to lift car. I, I saw I saw Clark yeah. do it once. Yeah, it's it's just a point of leverage. That's all it is. It's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a moment of leverage and a moment of like that, like mother's strength. Like my yeah. child is in danger. Now I can lift cars finally. Yeah. But yeah, I got boosted on Monday, so I spent Tuesday just like <laughs> catching up on like movies and shows that I, I hadn't watched yet. I'm sorry. I'm just wondering if there are any old parents, parents in like the, the golden years of their life, and they look back on their lives and they're like, I'm so happy I raised these children and they've been so happy and healthy and safe. But dang, now I'm never going to get to find out if I could lift a car off one of them if <laughs> exactly. they were in danger. I'm 86. When am I going to do it now? It is, if you don't activate your fight or flight, like, before you're, like, 50, when are you going to do it? Yeah. Right. So they have, like, rage rooms. Like, you can, like, rent a space. I've heard of and these. Go, like, 
and yeah. go like destroy stuff and they give you like printers and like glassware and they like give you protective like stuff to wear and like yeah. a bat to smash it but they don't have f- like fight or flight rooms which i imagine Ooh. are like they're that's like going to reverse therapy i imagine that's like getting <laughs> a bu- a trauma booking done like, <laughs> it can be like immensely like traumatizing but man <laughs> if you got to do it get it done professionally mhm and in a room for 30 minutes uh but yeah on tuesday i watched uh i watched matrix resurrections to before it left hubbo max uh mm-hmm. I, I watched summer wars because i'm now slowly going through all of studio chizu's uh movie catalog while i wait for bell to come out and mm-hmm. uh and i watched uh digimon ghost game which i had started when the series started but now i'm all caught up with an ongoing series which is rare for me <laughs> Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Have I talked about Digimon Ghost Game on the show before? I've, I've never heard the words Digimon and Ghost together in the same sentence. I would have remembered. <laughs> That's fair. It's a really interesting premise. It's it's another, like, you know, kids. They're not, like, Digidestins or, like, they're not tamers or anything. They're just three kids. Uh, and they're three Digimon. But it's in a world of holograms. Like, it's the future. And there's, like, holograms everywhere. And that means there mm-hmm. are Digimon that are holograms and they're causing like havoc. Wow. But but like it's ghost game because they're called like hologram ghosts because they're essentially Ooh. Digimon messing with people physically and it creates these tall tales and like rumors and ghost stories. Like every episode Ooh. is a different ghost story. One like Monster of the Week, they have to go and figure out what's happening and like calm the digimon down or like defeat it or whatever and you still get that good like uh right like character arc of like the digimon of like now they get an, ev- an evolution now they get a digivolution uh mm-hmm. and like a nice like story plot with that uh but like it goes hard like the first episode is uh clockmon going around and like stealing potential energy from kids lives like <laughs> trapping them trapping them in auditorium and then, like, literally, like, sucking their soul away, and you see everything they would have done up until the life disappear. Like, that all flashes before them, and, like, that gets sucked out of them. And this is a kid's show. Uh, or at least it looks like a kid's show, except for that. But mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's it's on Crunchyroll. It's, it's I don't, if it is getting dubbed, it's, they haven't said anything about it yet. Um, but, I yeah, I would check it out. It's It's really good. Because uh, Digimon's really good, guys. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But we're not talking about Digimon today as much as I would be down to. Today, we're talking about Dragon Booster. Uh, I picked this uh, for this week. This was something that aired like in my prime constantly watching TV era. And like yeah. constantly watching this channel era. This aired on Toon Disney, which at the time was airing like the JetX block, or it might have just been like the skin for the channel, honestly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was uh something that's very memorable. Like it stuck out very memorably in my head. And it's it's got nice animation and it it, it had like a good plot hook that I could actually watch an episode every now and then without remembering the story and follow along uh sure 
But yeah, what did what did you think of of uh, Dragon Booster? I did not remember it at all. <laughs> okay, good. I don't think we're only like a year and a half apart, but sometimes that's a big enough difference to where like I remember Jetix as a concept, but I don't think I could tell you programs that were on it. I don't think I personally consciously watched Jetix. Yeah, I I I stole that in the siblinghood. Jetix was right. <laughs> Right. I'm good at cursive, and you've seen all of Jetix. <laughs> exactly. Every Jetix that was out there. I got it. Uh, but yeah, I guess that was also the era of, like, Oban Star Racers, which I also ate up. So, like, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff. But yeah, it was really nice to, like, go back and, like, re-experience the show. I, I picked the first two episodes uh, for us mm. to watch kind of as, like, a greedy way for me to then go back and like maybe try and start like start the show over and like watch it from the beginning see if i could do that again uh which uh i'll talk about the mixed success later on Uh, Mm. but let's run down the facts first shall we yeah okay name of the show dragon booster uh created by rob travellino and kevin maurer there were three seasons 39 episodes it ran from 2004 to 2006. Uh, country of orig- origin was Canada. Original channel was uh, CBC in Canada, CBC Television. Uh, production company, too many to write down. Uh, production companies were Apollo Screen, Film Production, Nerd Corps Entertainment, The Story Hat, and uh, Alliance Atlantis. There were... For notable voice actors, there's a, a lot of voice, like, recognizable voices in this show. Uh, maybe the most recognize, recognizable, I mean recognizable, yeah, <laughs> was uh, <laughs> the voice of the lead uh, was Matt Hill, who you would famously know as the voice of Ed from Ed and Eddie. Ah! Yeah. I wow. Or, uh, Ra- I Raphael in, like, did not know. TMNTs. Did not put that together. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like he doesn't sound like this in the in the show because he's not doing ed's like candor uh right there's yeah, at no point does he ed's need voice. to talk about buttered toast no it doesn't come up in dragon world they don't do that they don't got that they don't have gravy uh, here <laughs> no weird uh also another very recognizable voice is uh the dad in this show is uh gary chalk who you would all know as uh optimus prime in so many things <gasps> We've we've talked about Gary Chalk before. He's uh he was in Beast Wars. He was you know, Optimus Prime in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very recognizable Optimus Prime voice. Voice of the little brother of the show is Kathleen Barr, who you would know as Dot Matrix from Reboot. Hey. Or we or Wheezy from Dragon Tales. The voice of uh I'm gonna say this full name is uh Mordred Payne. Yes is uh Trevor Duvall. Who you would know as Dookie from Johnny Test. Uh, <laughs> he's also in like The Loud House, Carmen San Diego. He's in a lot of stuff. All these actors are in tons of stuff. Uh, if you want to check out their stuff on IMDb, mm-hmm. uh, voice of Parman is Lee uh, Tokar, who uh, we would know as Gorby from Alienators. No, oh! the voice of uh, Kit Wan is uh, Lenora Zan who uh, you would know as Rogue from uh, the X-Men Animated Series. Cool. Yeah. 
those are the notable voice actors. But honestly, if you watch the show, you will be able to pick up on a lot, a lot of recognizable voices, honestly. Adaptations. There was a lot. This was a pretty like successful show. There were McDonald's toys for this show. Uh, there were like Jack Specifics brand toys that came with like a dragon and a rider and like some some equipment. There was a DS game that I think was just also called Dragon Booster. Uh, there was a trading card game. And just before we started recording, uh, there was also a there is also a fan website, <laughs> uh, which is is just dragon-city.org and i can't tell when this was created it's it's a very robust uh fan website uh so it, it feels like in the like middle 2000s maybe but yeah it's it's white text on a black background so that does speak to an earlier generation of internet so maybe not long after the show came out honestly yeah it, also the website is not wide it is thin <laughs> That's how you can tell. Yeah, we've started having plus size websites since then. Yeah, there's an image archive. Uh, there's there's forums. There's a news channel, which I'm sure hasn't been updated in a while. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, this this show like faced pretty good success. Uh, regarding the length of this show, it only being three seasons, they were like fully set up to like rebrand the show and go into another season. Oh. As like the characters went, were going into like a new arc, and the production company pretty much just said, "Hey, you're not selling enough toys. This this show is done." Which unfortunately is a big problem in a lot of shows. Like Green Lantern, the animated series faces that. Yes, uh, infamously. That's, that's what happened to them. They couldn't sell toys. That's why they they didn't get continued, regardless of the massive fan base. So, yeah, unfortunately, that's what happens to a lot of shows. But at least it got three seasons, which pretty good. Yeah. So before we go into the episodes we watched, uh, let's watch the intro, shall we? It is uh, pretty well narrated, so we won't jump in over it too much. It's about a minute mm. long. But yeah, you, you'll get hear the narration and get a little preview of the show before we get started. All right. For Jams of the Future, hitting play in three, two, one, play. The dragon is power. Once they were our equals, today humans control the dragon to race, compete, and fight at nearly 200 miles per hour. Now, dragons are once again ready to be released, and a powerful dragon of legend will choose a young hero to save the planet, a dragon booster. Stop me. I want that dragon! No! Drake! Control that dragon, and you control the world. Release the dragon! <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> Release the dragon already. And Get then the dragon. Dragon yells, and they put, like, a glass cracking effect over the screen. They do. He broke... He, he roared too much. He broke the glass. Uh, but, yeah, as you can probably glean from that intro, this is 
about a boy and his dragon, and it is, there's a big dragon war coming, and he's got to stop it by being a hero. Uh, yeah. Is pretty much the gist. Only the power of friendship and racing can save the world now. Yeah. <laughs> so I have some questions about the background of this world uh, that I didn't totally get. Okay. Uh, Please. So the episode starts with some narration that says 3,000 years ago, humans and dragons were in a war. Uh, and this war was going to tear the whole world apart. And then there was a golden dragon and the golden dragon chose like a human to ride on its back and be its champion. And like the person who like rides on the golden dragon's back is like called a booster. I guess like your mm-hmm. moral support for the dragon and the dragon is moral support for you <laughs> with the power of your friendship. Yeah. You heal the world. And the narration says this dragon stopped the human dragon war by turning all the other dragons back into gold. So I Did guess it? they were, that's, I swear that's what it said. I didn't have captions on. I probably should have. But I thought the narration was like, it was implying that dragons were gold statues once. Then they came to life uh, oh. and they got too rowdy and another dragon made them all be statues again. And I'm like, but how are there still dragons? How did they breed? Why does everybody <laughs> have a dragon now instead of a car? I mean, maybe the <laughs> dragons that were fighting got turned into statues. And all the citizen dragons that right. were like at home waiting for their soldiers to come home. <laughs> those are what's left. That's a good point. To yeah. The dragon ag- world. Yeah. It's unfair of me to presume that every living dragon was uh, a soldier in the dragon war. Some of them must have been like medics or, you know. Yeah. They're, they're there for scale Couldn't. maintenance. They're in the, the yeah. Army Corps band of dragons. Had bad legs, couldn't join. Right, so many kinds. Uh, Babies, yeah. old dragons. You're right, you're right. Okay. That yeah. helps me understand this a little <laughs> baby, bit better. Baby dragons. <laughs> baby dragons. I think the first characters we see are uh, <laughs> the Pains. Uh, the dad's we name is... We meet the pain first. The dad's name is Word. And I thought maybe yeah. his name's like Ward, like it's short for Edward or something. And I heard it wrong. And then I saw it in the credits. Like, no, no his, Word. His name is Word Pain. His name is Word Pain. Yes. And his son's name his is name. Mordred. And he's got like big yeah. Draco Malfoy vibes. And his, the dad oh, sends time. the son out to do like, uh, you have the dad wants to reignite the human dragon war. And is like, I need this yeah, special so- golden dragon in, in order to do this. So he sends Mordred out to steal it. And Mordred says, don't tell me how to steal dragons, father. <laughs> I know how to deal with Potter. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. His big plan is that uh, he wants to start a new human dragon war. And then he's he's literally like after that's over I'll rule I'll rule Earth right. He doesn't explain like I'm going to use a secret weapon to control the dragons and make me the victor or to control the humans and make me the victor. He's just like I'm going to make another war happen and then after that I'm going to rule Earth and I'm pretty sure it's going to work out great for me. I'm happy that I didn't miss anything and the plan is also exactly that to you as well because I thought surely that's not a complete plan. No, it is absolutely. Is. <laughs> I mean, for a guy called Word Pain, that's a pretty good plan. <laughs> then we meet uh, our hero. His name is Arthur, 
And there is a, a theme in this show that uh, they're all more Eastern style dragons, but there's a lot of Arthurian legend based character names. We've got Mordred yeah. instead of Arthur, we have Artha. His kid brother's name is Lance. So it's an interesting you know, melding of, like of Lance. elements from different cultures who have had different types of dragons. Yeah, that kind of. I, that's why I thought like Mordred, like maybe that's something Arthurian that I just don't know about. But no, I, it's just uh, a weird name, I guess. But yeah. No, I think, no, it is Arthurian. It's like. Um, is it? Is it? Yeah, that's one of his enemies. I think he's a oh, wizard. Okay, well, then there we go. I don't totally, I, I've never gotten a serious uh, look into Arthurian legend. I think I watched the first four episodes of the BBC series Merlin. <laughs> that should make you an expert then. Right. Uh, my roommate, Jackie, uh, knows a lot about Arthurian legend and dragons. Good. They're not home yet. I, I think they get home in an hour. Uh, so if we're still recording in an hour, I'll go ahead and ask them. Uh, yeah, like the Arthurian like legend stuff like is a good premise for the show. I kind of wish it was more of a backbone for the show and mm. not just like a light sprinkle on top. Like also Arthurian like names and stuff like that. Yeah, it's um, from these two episodes. It seemed to be just a naming convention, and there's no other yeah. illusions or like the Arth- no Arthur's story. story will not follow Arthur's story. He doesn't pull his dragon yeah. out of a stone. Yeah, Arthur doesn't get a sword. He does get, like, a staff in season two, I think. Uh, but, like, that's for racing, and it's, it's I don't think they call it Excalibur. It's just like, here's your stick. Go use it in your race. Uh, <laughs> your racing staff. <laughs> here's your racing stick. Go poke the other racers. Arthur, uh, uh, Arthur's, like, many cartoon protagonists of this time and that he's just a sarcastic boy with cool hair. Sarcastic boys with yeah. two-tone hair? All over the yeah. place in this time. And he's one of them. And he, his dad owns like a dragon stable in the city. Yeah. Which I guess is the equivalent of like a mechanic garage. <laughs> if dragons are yeah, like Yeah, that's cars. what it felt like. Yeah. But yeah. he doesn't like dragons. He thinks they're a hassle. Instead, he loves dragon racing based video games. He's like, I don't want to deal with the yeah. things in real life. I don't want to clean up after them. Sometimes they're a nuisance. I'll just play this uh, in a video game where I don't have to like clean up dragon poop or anything. This is where I'm at. Yeah. No, he's, he's, uh, we see him like playing this. It looks like one of those like McDonald's like <laughs> video games that would be connected to like a middle like podium with like, four or five of these connected at the middle, but it's just a handheld thing. Like it's yeah. just like two joysticks and like a little like pod and a, like a big like digital screen. Yeah. Like a little hologram screen, which it's weird that to imagine something with joysticks not moving underneath you when you move the joysticks, <laughs> uh, but it, it works. Uh, yeah. He's playing online with his friend Parman, who is, I really like this character Parman. Uh, Barman's very interesting. Yeah, he's the tech guy behind uh, Arthur and and their like video game partnership. So he like built these devices. He's helping with programming, all that stuff. They, and he's he he talks very fast, and then he's like re-explains everything in a dumber way. Kind of those one of those characters. Uh, I do have to say, it's a vid game. They exclusively call oh, it thank a you. vid game. 
<laughs> someone in 2006 tried to uh, copyright a video game, and we can't allow that. I don't know. I don't know why people don't use the word video game. It gets the point across immediately, and I it's think not it's, copyrighted. It's. I think it's trying to be like hip future lingo. It's like ah. Kids these days, you know, they move so fast. They don't have time to say video. Vid only. <laughs> video games have been around for like, what, 40 years at this point? And the shorthand that I call them is Viddy Games. Viddy. Like, or like <laughs> yeah. Viddy, like V-I-D-D-Y. They were so, the name was so short to begin with. No need to cut it down any shorter. No, just change the letters around. Make it more fun. That's it. There's a, a uh, dragon... <laughs> Hanging around uh, Arthur, one of the dragons at his father's stable named Bo, which I don't think is an Arthurian yes. reference. Unclear. Uh, Maybe it is, unclear. and I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Bo, and Arthur thinks Bo is a nuisance. Bo, like, swallows the handheld game while Arthur's playing it. And Arthur's like, This is why I hate dragons. Yeah. Or no, it's uh, he, he, he swallows a candy bar and then he steps on the controller or something. Oh, like that. right. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he's Bo is like also just immediately the the dragon of legend. Like, yeah, <laughs> he is the gold dragon, and uh, Word Pain is trying to get him from uh, Connor Penn Stables. Their last names are Penn, uh, but and, Arthur and Penn Dragon. Yeah, Arthur. Oh, that's what it is. Right. I don't know <laughs> if in I don't know if in legend Arthur King Arthur's dad was named Connor. <laughs> uh but but yeah so like i thought we were gonna have to like wait for this dragon to show up or like yeah. go looking for him but no the show starts yeah we got the dragon of legend he's ready to go he's just got to go find his champion and then we're gonna be set mm. uh, <laughs> and uh and that's exactly what's happening connor is there looking for a booster to you know like p- partner up with this dragon and word has sent mordred up to Kind of like sneak his way in and be like, "Yeah, I'm I'm here to audition too. Don't mind me, your enemy's son. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Do don't mind uh, the fact that I look exactly like my dad, who you say several oh, times yeah. is my old friend." Let's explain what they look like for a second. <laughs> the they they have a family unibrow. Uh, <laughs> words is like. Each ragged member of the family like has twirly. a unibrow. We don't mean that, that there's yeah. one unibrow that the entire family shares. Like there's one <laughs> no, brow I mean that, that they too. keep taking off their heads and slapping on somebody else's head. Like, it's your turn to have an eyebrow today, son. Well, Mel, let me ask you this. Did you ever see both of the characters facing the camera at the same time? <laughs> God, he has like a flat head. Uh, he has like flat yeah, top, flat. bright, bright white hair and eyebrow, uh, mo- lips yeah. like a fashion model, long hair. <laughs> uh, and yeah, his dad is like, he's got like a fashion cowl, like it, like one of those like jackets <laughs> that goes all the way past your neck and then oh. has like little antenna on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Classic villain wear. And uh, see if I can find more of his jacket because his jacket is weird. One second. Yeah. What? That's how you spell it? <laughs> I had subtitles on for mine. Oh, I can't find his weird jacket. He's like a weird jacket where the sleeves are really big. Is this it? Yeah, look at that. Yeah. He's got, it's almost a Kingdom Hearts costume because like 
the sleeves are look metal, uh, but they go under like a little like half jacket. Yeah, and he's got like a big unitard on underneath. Yeah, word word pain looks amazing. Uh, yeah, along with like the little like jacket that he's got like a little orange and white ensemble that's great. Mm. Uh-huh. Uncommon color scheme for a villain. He's very stylish. He really is. Like, he's there's something a little like Gucci meets uh, <laughs> the monarch for him. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I mean, with that eyebrow, yeah, that's like that's like full monarch style. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, which uh, is w- very so- fitting because Connor, uh, Arthur's dad, he's got like the he's got red hair with like a shaven head and a beard, and he did vaguely remind me of Doctor Venture in that sense. Connor's so yes. strange oh, looking. There's something about his proportions that's slightly off. Like his head is too squished. He's got like you know, in, in animation, a lot of characters will have like a very minimal nose, just sort of like a little horizontal line. But he he has less <laughs> of a nose than anybody else. His face looks weird. <laughs> and I kept staring at him, trying to figure out, like, no, who does he really look like? And I think he kind of looks like Augustus Black from the Jackie Chan Adventures. Oh, yeah, a little bit. That was the closest I was uh, able to get. But I'm sure there's like some other character from something and a bold awake in the middle of the night three months from now. And I'm like, that's who that dragon dad looked like. <laughs> he, yeah, he really does look like Augustus Black. You're right. Uh yeah, I he looks like a dwarf from something, honestly. Right, like, he right. He looks like a Lord of the Rings kind of character. Yeah, and his hair uh, is, it's not like ginger or auburn. It is like full 100% like bright orange. It's a very unnatural well, color. Future. It is the future. <laughs> In the future, anyone with red hair has uh, 200% more color. <laughs> it's, it's become uh, heightened. Yeah. It's just saturated uh i but yeah we his in back to the show his dad comes in yeah uh he's like why don't you like dragons son and uh i really like the like presence his dad gives off because he's never upset or like angry with these with his sons like he only wants the best for them he's he's very warm to them yes uh and he tries to offer like very good advice when he can uh, yeah, I re- and it only only a little bit because he's also voiced by Optus Prime. Uh, uh, we also meet Lance. Lance is like a little, uh, he's like a little like a little kid. Can you imagine that? A small man, yeah, like a big man, but small. Yeah, uh, he's like I don't know eight. <laughs> yeah, but he's got like a little like kid haircut like little bangs oh yeah he's got a bowl bowl cut cut kind of thing his hair is like a more natural auburn color like a color like a a person would have as opposed to dad's like bright orange nickelodeon slime head (laughs) he's got the chosen hair Mm -hmm. yeah the dad's chill he's like not as long as the boys do their chores and get along he seems happy he's not disappointed that Arthur has no interest in real dragons he only wants virtual dragons <laughs> it reminds me of the Futurama episode <laughs> with uh with like Lucy was it Lucy Lou Fry goes through the whole like you can't have a digital girlfriend we know what this road we know how this road goes you can't do it, and he will goes down that road anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But yeah, so all of the the Connor says the city's best racers yeah. uh come to the the stable and Mordred also walks up and Connor pretty much like says like no, you're you're like my sworn enemy's son. Yeah. You got you leave. You get on I can see you the the gang sigil on your chest. You're like not even trying to hide it. Yeah. What what's his game gang called like the downtown boys or something? <laughs> Yeah, you got it. It's the downtown boys. Uh, no, I, I have it in the notes. Hold on. Their logo is just like um because uh, they say it a lot. It's like a a black sigil of a dragon eye. That's like his dad's. They just call themselves. The... That's his dad's uh like crime syndicate. Kinda, yeah. Uh, I I watched past this these two episodes, uh-huh. so I can kind of give some like uh, explanation. But the the name of the of their gang is the just called the Street Crew. As near as I can tell, which feels like a classification. No, I feel like they were called like the Down Street Crew or something. The word down was in there. I'm not calling them the Downtown Boys for nothing. That's at least 30% correct. (laughs) I'm pretty sure when we see uh, Arthur and and Bo in the alley later, Parman says that they're in like the Down City, which is kind of just when they're like racing later on is in the Down City Circuit. Okay, yes. Uh, so like they're like not in they're in like the 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 small or like the kind of the slums of this dragon city, but yeah, and then street crew is like one gang of it of like multiple gangs that are kind of running this down city. Okay, but yeah, oh yeah, there's a moment here where Mordred like steps in like dragon poodoo mm. and <laughs> reacts like crazily, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, you'd ride dragons. As your job, right. you have a civilization of dragon. Have you never? Yeah, you were just like, stepped in poodoo. You were just telling your dad that he shouldn't tell you how to steal a dragon. <laughs> you know dragons, Mordred. Yeah. Uh, I want to note that um, Arthur is sixteen, and the dad mm-hmm. says Bo the dragon is also sixteen. <laughs> Which is very, very funny to me. Not just that this boy and his dragon are at similar points in adolescence. No, the dragon is also exactly Mm -hmm. 16 years old. The dragon's on the same aging cycle as a person. I mean, I guess that makes sense for a a dragon booster of legend, like to be paired the same age, to die at the same time. Oh my God. Yeah, a Um, dragon should never outlive their booster. (laughs) uh but uh they also while they're talking about Bo, they reveal that as a gold dragon he can magnetize all gear colors and types which is like an introduction to kind of how dragons work in the society Uh there's different colors uh that can only magnetize like literally like little electricity like comes out of them they can send people like off of them, yeah. and pull things in, uh, like as an inherent dragon power, and they can do that to uh, gear specific to their color, which is like a really good like world building thing. Like, there's a lot you can do with that, yeah. And I think that's probably why they have great. Uh, they had like a good concept for like a DS game and like a trading card game and all that. Yeah, as soon um, as he said it, I'm like, this feels exactly like a trading card game. And, and it's yeah. down to the fact where he's like, yeah, he's wearing like a 
uh, a level five harness and like level six spurs or whatever. He's got all these different pieces of equipment on him, on the dragon, that have colors and they also have like level numbers and each equipment has that number largely printed on it. Like the saddle says five and dad's like that's a fifth level saddle <laughs> and i'm like thanks for doing this for me yeah. this makes it way easier like i feel like i feel mm. like kind of like you're talking down to me like we're gonna put the number on the thing so you know what it is but also i'm like thank you i i need the help yeah <laughs> there's a line when uh connor is like sending away more trinity he's like tell your father i say hello <laughs> <laughs> and more and more Mordred walks away saying, Oh, I'll give him your message. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you do why did you do that? I, scene? <laughs> I love I love Mordred. I love that he's at like one hundred percent like bad rival boy levels all the time. Like he's so snooty. He's uh, constantly <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh we are at forty five minutes of this recording. Yeah. And we haven't even finish the first five minutes of episode one. Oh my god uh <laughs> we meet more fr- there's other racers there they don't they don't talk they don't say much there's a girl yeah. named uh would you read me what her uh, actual kit name Wong. is what kit one okay I re- like k-i-t-t-w-o-n-n okay all right i wrote down kit wong and was like maybe that's it or maybe it isn't uh kit wong i liked her yeah. she's not she doesn't do very much, but she's very colorful. She looks very cool. Yeah. Her, yeah, her, like, whole thing is, like, really cool, except her voice, which I think is digitally enhanced to be higher, huh. which I don't typically like for, like, female characters, because that feels too, like, female, like, too, like, stereotypical. <laughs> yes, yeah. Like, Please don't, please don't make this character like scream female. Just have a female character and be done with it. I don't yeah. know why you had to do that. How will they know she girl unless voice is high as we can make it? <laughs> exactly, something stereotypical of girls, uh, and not any other gender ever. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so the so all the racers try and like get on Bo, but he ends up like magnetizing and rejecting all of them. Uh, Kit tries it and she sits him for a second and then gets knocked off herself. They they tease Artha into trying it, and yeah. he like gets up and like it feels like oh the, this is gonna be sort of the stone kind of moment. He's gonna he's gonna be the one who can do it. Uh, but he some there's an accident that happens and he like falls off of the stairs leading up to the up to bow instead of like landing on bow so you don't have that moment and everyone laughs it off um and then connor like walks away from the racers and takes arthur aside and basically says uh he says literally son it's time you knew uh pulls out this big chunky medallion like the size of a hand that has like a scrolled yeah. star in the middle. Uh, and he explains. It, that he's he like, was... I've had this since I was 16. Yeah. That's just yeah, yeah. how old you are now. <laughs> like, yes, you established this three minutes ago. <laughs> Not even a minute. Uh, and he explains that it was given to him by a secret order of dragon priests uh, to give to Bo's like chosen booster. Uh, to like kind of like he's there to help you know end another dragon human war before it begins 
and also, I want to point out, uh, we get a flashback of like dragon priests talking to Connor when he's 16. He was bald back then, too. Same yeah. everything. Same aesthetic. And I got to tell you, there's uh, I kept watching after the two episodes uh, on like Tuesday up till like a little ways into season two. Like I jumped around a few episodes to like follow the story beats instead of watching the like problem a week episodes. Um, yeah, and uh, Word Pain also kind of trained at a Dragon Academy the same time as as uh, Connor did. Also bald. I don't know why. Well, Whoa. <laughs> they were the only Was kids that, like- that were also bald. They were the only kids there, so you weren't able to tell, oh, this is just like an acolyte, like, training thing. It's like whenever you come to s- study at our dragon temple, like, you have to be bald. We have to shave your head. No, no, no. No, no. They were the only kids that were bald. Wow. Well, yeah, I guess that's I why they were friends. They bonded over that. I guess that. so. Like, Word had, like a, like, a little, like, braided ponytail, but, like, it came out the very bottom of his neck. So, like, I would still call him He's bald. a Padawan. He's Padawan. Uh, right. But anyway, so yeah, Bo rejects everyone. Da, da, da. Arthur has a little moment where he like looks at Kit uh, while they're like all teasing him. He's like, this is my love interest. Just so you know, everyone at home. And <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, everyone laughs off that Arthur can't get on the dragon. And we cut to that night. And... Mordred as going into like steel bow he takes this like stick with a little like pod of light uh, uh, like bulb at the top light bulb yeah, yeah. that's the word not pod uh, <laughs> and you know light pods <laughs> don't eat them and uh, he sticks it in front of his pin and it flashes lights at him to like disorient him which is a really cool like again a really cool world building thing that this yeah. is like a common way to distract most things uh <laughs> it works on everything works on everything uh Bo is too smart for him and kicks his ass uh and he says to Bo this isn't over in his bad boy <laughs> motif uh more people come back with Mordred uh with the dragon uh eye logo on them uh and they're all trying to like steal Bo by like cornering him and like putting traps outside his pen so that he walks into them and Arthur like hears this and like sees it in the window and like before he can like leave the leave the house to like go to the pin an explosion happens in the other side of the house and mm. he immediately like has to go to that first so we see like the street gang like like trying to tether down Bo and like get him like pretty pretty well and truly caught and uh, we cut back to Arthur, and he finds Lance, but they can't find their dad anywhere. And he like yeah. sh- pushes Lance through the like a little vent, like you, I I'll find a way out. You have to go. And like he yells at him, like you go. And he's like, we get like a little moment after that where he's just like, I can't find a way out. Uh, and then Bo like hears everything that's going on with his magic dragon hearing, and uh, goes and crashes through the wall kool-aid man style and arthur hops on his back we get a little bit of oh yeah so arthur climbs on top of Bo, and Bo kind of like shudders a little bit and mm. the symbol like the little swirly star symbol appears on uh Bo's head and like a big like gold light emanates from him and from the room and every mm. the street crew outside is like what what's going on in there 
<laughs> so like Bo and Arthur like escape, they pick up Lance on their way out. And like he sets them Oh, let's talk about the infrastructure of the city real quick. Uh <laughs> everything appears to be <laughs> on platforms, on like stilts. Yeah. And yes. that's it. This is a, a vertical sci-fi city. It is. Everything goes up, everything tall. Yeah. Like, there's always a chance of falling, no matter where you are in the city, and that's just how it is. Uh, <laughs> which is crazy. Like, they don't explain why I... that is. Maybe that's an after effect of the Dragon-Human War, that the ground is not viable anymore, that they had to build up. Oh. But oh, my God, case, like, in Jetsons. It, cool. <laughs> like in Jetsons. <laughs> The dragon you know, ruined the planet they, for Jetsons. Everyone in Jetsons lives in a space needle. Nobody's on the ground. You don't see the ground. Yeah, it's not there. They ruined it with the dragon-human war. Uh, <laughs> That's why there are no dragons in the Jetsons. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't have a dragon booster. All one universe. They never mentioned it. Uh... So Bo, like, he picks up, like, Lance and, and Arthur off his back and, like, sets them on, like, the rim outside of, like, the, like, grass, like a platform, like, like just the outer lip. And he, like, goes back to, like, keep them safe while they figure out how to get to another platform or to another building. And there's, uh, when the building exploded, there's a big sign on top of the uh, the, the stables, which is Connor with his arms crossed. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a, like a nice, Huge. cool, big neon sign. Huge neon Huge. sign. Huge. in the building, I think. Uh, right. And it's and... just like, we need to take our dragon to the dragon stable. You know, the one with the giant portrait of the man who owns the dragon stable on top of it in neon. And then yeah. smaller pictures of dragons. <laughs> it's almost that like one. this is a stable for Connors run by dragons. <laughs> Do you need a stable to take your bald dad here? Look at look at what a good time this one's having. Oh, that's the Augustus Black RS. <laughs> that's where I get my my side characters in Jackie Chan Adventures. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so like when that explosion happened, the sign got destabilized. Uh, while Bo is like trying to like fend off the street crew. He Bo's Bo's smart. Bo's a smart dragon. Yeah, he sees the dra- the signs about to fall, hits the building. The sign falls, blocking the path between the street crew and Bo, and he slips back down onto the lip with them. By the time the street crew breaks through, and then we get kind of like a little moment where they're like the only thing that's close enough to us is this building, which is way too far away, and we get another bit of uh world lore, which is Lance saying. Uh, Arthur, dragons can't fly. They can only jump. So, like, wow. dragons are Superman in this world. Superman doesn't fly. He just jumps over tall buildings. In the or city. Like, I've seen him go to space. He can't. Can he jump all the way to space? He's he flies. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. He falls with style. So, yeah, like, there's no way they can make it to that platform. Uh, Bo starts running for it before they can say, let's try. And then Arthur hears, like, in his head, a line that I don't think Connor said, which is, <laughs> uh, he says, the dragon is just like the great power within you. Release the dragon. Uh, yeah. 
He just—that's something he says to him at other times in his life. Like every year on his birthday, he writes that right. in a card for his sons. Release the dragon! Happy fourth. The—the uh, <laughs> the dragon is just like the great power within you. Good. Good luck on Arbor Day. Just uh, <laughs> <laughs> like so we don't have any trees. Yeah, good good luck finding the one tree. We need to celebrate Arbor Day in this new challenge every Arbor Day. So the symbol on Bo's head lights up when the when he hears that, and we get like a little force field in part in front of him, and they jump, and they barely make it, and, and Lance lands in roof garbage. We cut to the kids and Bo in like an alley. In that's that's here's in my notes. Yeah, it's called Down City. So. Sometime later, and then we meet Parman, like, in person with his dragon, Cyrano. Uh, yeah. And Parm's like, I'm sorry, I couldn't find your dad. I no one's, I've sent the word out, but no one's seen him yet. But I found his armor, and he holds up a piece of, like, uh, torso armor with, like, a big burn mark on the side. And one thing I do like about mm-hmm. this is that Arthur wears this for, like, the show, and that burn mark is always there. Like they they yeah. don't retcon that out. He's always in burned armor, um, mm. and they're like freaking out. Like, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna sustain ourselves? We don't have a home anymore. We're on the run, uh, and Arthur essentially. Oh, at some point during this very serious conversation about your dad is dead. We don't know where your dad's body is. We're on the run. We're in charge of this magic dragon. Lance just shouts, I'm hungry. <laughs> Feed me. I'm baby. <laughs> so, yeah. And that's when Arthur's like, well, we need money. I'm going to go street race. And Parman's like, uh, you can't do that. You have to go to the academy first. And then you can street. And then you can go to like professional races. It's like, I need money. We got to figure this out. But they're like, mm-hmm. we can't use Bo because they're looking for the gold dragon. And then yeah. Bo just like changes his colors to like red and yeah. blue. Something that yes. no dragon can do. Right. He's, he's just straight up chameleons. He's like, I can change my color palette. I'm like that little, you know, panel on Captain Marvel's arm where she's, she goes to Monica Rambeau, like, what color should my costume be now? Just switch it around. He just does yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's, he's Spider-Man dragon now and he can go out in public and be a racer. Uh, but yeah, and then that it's, happens. And- the episode, the episode ends with I think with Parr saying, "This means you can race Bo now that Bo has disguised himself." And and Arthur says, "It means I can do a lot more than that." And then it just plays a sizzle reel of exciting footage yeah. to come, and then end credits. It's the end of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> and they, I think they do. Hmm. I think that every time we get uh, a new episode, they do like a little like previously on this is how the world works. Um, mm. Or at least they do like next time ons. They do one of those two. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, like I said, I watched like a lot of the show and then I watched Digimon Ghost Game, which also does like a little opening role. So maybe I'm thinking about that. So we open up on episode two. Which is just uh, part two of uh, I don't remember what they even named these episodes. I think it's just like it's dragons. No, the these are called the choosing parts one and two. The choosing. 
This is where they and and part two honestly does not feel like much of a part two. You could call this a regular episode two with something different. Nobody would notice. (laughs) I mean, it does set up the show a little bit more because he does get the suit in this episode. Um, Mm. Back in the day, there was a lot of different reasons to have a part one and a part two, and it wasn't as as, uh, inconsistent. It was more consistent inconsistent than it is today for that kind of stuff. Mm. But so we open up on a street race already happening. Uh, Artha is on bow in like red and blue form and they're on a street race. And Artha's like recounting in his head the events of the previous episode. Like, I can't believe all this stuff happened. And there, here I am today right now doing this. And someone mentions that these dragons are going 200 miles per hour. Too fast. Which is, wa- which is wild because they look like they're going 40 uh right. like they're like they're moving these are like kind of like big like chunky animated dragons uh yeah like, it kind of works but they're the background's not going nearly fast enough to, for them to look like they're going 200 miles per hour i think maybe they can get up to 200 miles per hour but i don't know if they do that all the time because later in the episode artha really gets in the zone during a race and then, like, a bubble forms around him, and he goes real fast. And they're like, Arthur, did you know, like, you and Bo were going 200 miles per hour? And he's like, I can do that? <laughs> Maybe they can go up to 200 miles per hour. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's when he's activating his his booster magic. Uh, so yeah, Arthur meets up with Parm and Lance in the pits after the race. Uh and they're like, wow, that's you've never raced before in your life, and it really shows. You need to be a lot better at this if you want to make money. And da, 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 da. Parm, he's like, you're having a hard time out there. Here you go. He took his his old part of their like video game, vi- sorry, vid game <laughs> controllers, yeah, uh, to work with like Bo's like control rig. So it's essentially gear that he that Bo wears. They they don't ride on the dragon's back all the time. I think uh, Artha actually rides on like the top of his neck, like behind his head. So he attaches yeah. it there. Meanwhile, Mordred is like spying and like plotting on them. And we we Mordred mentions his dragon. Did you happen to hear what his dragon is named? No, I I want to say we haven't talked about the visuals of the show yet. Briefly. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it is from 2004 and it does look like a web cartoon that was made in flash but um, in in a way that sometimes i i higher quality than that higher yeah. quality than that but there is sort of an awkward flash look to it from cartoons of this time and uh part of it was nostalgic and charming <laughs> i did like it some of the times and other times it was I, I like the visuals were too much and I'm like I can't also have captions on. I can only <laughs> handle the actual visuals of the show right now. I can't also read. So that's yeah. why there are a lot of names I didn't totally get. That's fair. Uh yeah, the the animation is like almost like a pre-cell shaded kind of animation. Like yeah. you, can, you can tell it's 3D but it still looks like it's 2D. It's it's a weird I I don't know exactly what to call it. Um yeah, it's 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 weird, but it's not I don't know. I, it wasn't too hard for me to focus on. Uh but I've also watched this before, so um 
Uh, but yeah, so yeah, Mordred's dragon is called Deception. Uh, and wow. It's, it's spelled uh, D-E-C-E-P-S-H-U-N. Deception. Yeah, I like deception, and I also like shunning people. I'm Mordred. <laughs> Hi, I'm Mordred. For pennies a day, you can give those pennies to me, and I can give them to my dad. <laughs> he'll be proud of me. Buy, I can buy hair bleach, please. I can buy more hair bleach and uh, head shaver. <laughs> I can buy metal sleeves, new metal sleeves for every day of the week. Word pain is here, like, my metal boy. Uh, <laughs> that was the alternate title for Astro Boy. My, Osama Tezuka's My Metal Boy. <laughs> oh, I want to. <laughs> that could either be a robot boy or like my, my, like, my four year old who's really into power metal. Uh, right. <laughs> I'd be happy with either. So the this next race, the winner of it gets uh, level five green ramming gear and uh, ten thousand drackles, which I thought were <laughs> I thought were because uh, isn't like drachma the Greek uh, ancient Greek coin? Uh, I want to so say I yes. The, I, I thought they were the same thing. I thought they were mixing here, but I think it's drachma. Um, one sec, I'll get ahead of my notes so I can remember what happens. My notes aren't helpful. My notes literally say, what if I was watching Speed Racer instead right now? And... <laughs> did... <laughs> did you really have so poor a time? No, I didn't dislike the show. There was, I... During a lot of action scenes, I can glaze over. Particularly like a race where they're just going very fast and like the sort of odd blocky like jerkiness that this age of animation had like i just had trouble like getting my brain to stick to it and i i just started thinking about how much i like the wachowski speed racer it's <laughs> i also thought i also thought a lot about pod racing and i was wondering why don't we just have a pod racing cartoon because everything else I is know. just like fake like th i said the same thing about obon star racers it's like i like mm -hmm. this i don't know if i like it as much as pod racing <laughs> i was talking to why is uh, star trek just why is it star, star wars just made a pod racing cartoon why does why? star trek do it too stargate <laughs> all of them everyone should just do all pod racing dune enough perfect for pod racing dune 2 pod racing There's enough Star Trek characters over so many worlds. You could have a great Mario Kart lineup if you wanted to do oh my a pod god. game. Oh my a god. Little, a little Chibi Picard and Janeway and Data. Uh, a little Worf. Um, oh my god. Yeah, I, Worf would be the best to be made small. I <laughs> <laughs> Take that out of context. Uh <laughs> I, I was talking to my roommate about today uh, about that the other day uh, about why they don't just go more into pod racing because it was so everyone likes it so much uh, even people liked the pod racing video game like everyone had a soft spot for that uh -huh. uh, but apparently it's because Star Wars still wants to distance itself 
from the events of the uh, prequel trilogy. Oh. Uh, regardless of the like the little soft spots people have which is a shame because book of boba fett is airing right now as we're recording and i would love if just like one episode was like like a, a big heist that involved pod racers or something like that oh or there's a, like, man race espionage or something like honestly yeah. We will get there. Eventually we will get there. We're going to have like full pod racing, a full pod racing, like sports series, uh, a dramatic turn for Jar Jar. I don't think they'll ever bring Jar Jar back. I'm afraid. You don't know. You don't know where we're going to be in 40 years. You maybe for like the one, it's like uh, 2097, whatever the one, the centennial of the Phantom Menace is. And they're like, Jar Jar. It's Jar Jar's year. We're gonna try it. We're gonna try it again. Once every century, a man comes along. No, I turned thirty this year. I don't want to think about forty years from now. Okay. That is that is uh, beyond my my capabilities right now. Anyway, make a pod racing show. <laughs> this is this is the point in the entire conversation. Is make a pod racing show. Yeah. Or cartoon. Make it anything. You make so many Star Wars cartoons. So, uh, Artha's new racing gear works. Everything's going well. Everyone is giving, like, Artha tips and, like, cheering him on, like, Parm and uh, and Lance. Even, like, Kit, like, stops, like, in doesn't stop, like, but in the middle of the race, like, comes up behind him, like, adjust your posture. You're, like, riding too hard on Bo and draining his energy. Try relaxing a little bit. Everyone's, like, bracing, like, like Artha. Like, you can do this. You got this. At one point, Marjorie, Mordred uh, <laughs> is trying to, like, you know, sabotage Arthur because he's, he's mean and he doesn't like him. Uh, and he gets in front of him and he, like, releases these little, like, bots that come out. They're, like, little nippy dragon bots that, like, go and, like, yes! eat Bo's gear. They're little Agumons. They are little Agumons, yeah. Tijimon's uh, good, y'all. And the bots like disconnect the comm so he can't talk to parm anymore and so they don't hear about uh parm trying to tell him that more of the street crew is uh trying to sabotage uh the the race right the racetrack mordred's now like has like an energy drain whip that he's like attacking uh bow with like after they got the robots off just to try and drain his energy cuz dragons i again good world building dragons only have so much energy for a race and you see this not just during the race but after the race like if Bo drains his energy he needs to like rest first before he's like mm-hmm. fills up an atom again good lore uh as part of this race Mordred face plants into a billboard that's exciting yeah yeah that happens here uh yeah while the whip is still connected Bo and Arthur like jump over the mine that one of them had planted and they yeah. disconnect, and it blasts Mordred instead. And his parachute activates, which I'm like, good. You are all in the peril of falling and dying at any moment. Glad you have parachutes yeah. in place. Uh, and yeah, he face plants into a billboard. We'd love to see it. <laughs> I also want to say it's very innocuous. I feel like I've seen this gag in other movies where you like face plant into an embarrassing part of a billboard. Like you're on a guy's butt or something. He's just like <laughs> in the middle of a lady's face as she's holding up like a cup of coffee or something. It's it's yeah. the image on the billboard is not part of the joke. And I don't know if that's restraint or a missed opportunity. 
Yeah, count count your lucky stars, Mordred. You could have replaced the O in a sentence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you could have knocked the teeth off of a per- of a person on a billboard. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, Bo with this cool maneuver didn't have enough energy left to win. He gets like I think like third place or something. So Bo and the boys. Return to like the stables, like, like where like the burned like building is, and they're just like, okay, my dad did have a lot of gear. Let's just collect all the gear we can and like find a new base or something, find somewhere to stay. Kit overhears the Kit, meanwhile, overhears the street crew talking about going after Artha and like attacking him at the stables. So she, while Artha and them are at the stables, is like up on the top of a building with binoculars, just like watching and waiting for the shit to go down. And meanwhile, uh, Bo is like in, uh, or so Artha is in Bo's stable and is like, what's wrong, boy? Why are you, why are you still in here? We got to go. Bo like hits something on the wall and a secret door activates and it turns, he like pushes Artha in and they're all, they're both in a elevator that then closes the door, so they've disappeared, and they go down to a mysterious cave, which doesn't yeah. make sense because all the buildings are on stilts. Like Right. I don't know where they got a cave. I also I think yeah. it's funny that there's like a hidden door in like the, the this equipment room in his stable. They they pop open the hidden door and it's entirely glowing light. And then they enter yeah. the glowing light, there's a cut, and they're inside an elevator. And I'm like, where was that light coming from? Because I don't see the light now. <laughs> That's a, a decontamination light. All yeah, these caves, UV these caves are You're... caves are so rare that you really need to be careful how clean you are when you go into them. You don't want to ruin the mm-hmm. cave. So they go down this mysterious cave. Bo and Arthur are like walking down this like long path with like statues on either side that are they look almost like samurai statues. But I think they're supposed yeah. to be like the, like the priests of old, uh, the dragon priests. And they're all like lighting up as they walk uh, through mm-hmm. this like big shadowy cavern. And, and then they uh, walk they... by one that has a guy inside. Oh, there's a guy. Uh, and he, t- he turns. Uh, and boy, he sounds an awful lot like Connor Penn. <laughs> You know, I their dad that's missing. To, to bring up Speed Racer again, I do think of <laughs> Racer X, your older mm. brother and, and son that you think is dead, and he just puts on a visor where you can only see his mouth, and you're like, I've never seen this mouth or heard this voice before in my life. This is a separate man. Whenever I look at my dad or my brother Racer X, it's only from the nose up. I've never... <laughs> Never once never. have I seen my own father's uh, mouth. Why would I? Think that? His <laughs> eyes are up there. Not until I too am a father, may I look upon my father's <laughs> mouth. You don't look a gift father in the mouth. Only the eyes. <laughs> uh, so, th- this man is dressed like the dragon's priest that we saw in episode one. Hmm. And he introduces himself as Mortis, like M-O-R-T-I-S. Like, I think that's Latin mm. for, like, death or something. Yeah. 
and he hits his staff to the ground and he summons up this gold life in the middle of this dais and he hands uh to arthur artha sorry not arthur that's a different guy he hands arthur this uh golden like bracer and he says yeah this the ancient gold draconian armor is now yours to command and it is literally just like a bracer and arthur's like this is not armor this is a bracelet thank you uh but <laughs> wrong but okay uh meanwhile upstairs at the stables the street crew have arrived and they're like busy shaking down parman lance like give us all your gear like where's artha where's that dr- gold dragon because they still don't know that Bo's the gold dragon. Uh, yeah. Then Kit comes comes down and like shoots fire from her dragon's gear to like make a wall between the, the street crew and the boys, but they can't do it for forever. And meanwhile, Mortis says to Artha, "You have to release the secret powers of both you and Bo." <laughs> and I don't think he says anything else. Before Arthur like is looking at his bracer <laughs> and looks up and he says he's disappeared and he Arthur shouts, "But how will I know when I'm ready?" Like <laughs> unprompted, full all like, capital what? letters. All he caps. Shouts. It's in my he notes. All caps. Uh, he's like, "What? Do, I, I don't know when I'm ready." I'm like, "What do you mean? That wasn't part of the prior arrangement." I guess you're ready. Uh, so he he shouts, "Release the dragon." which is when he puts his little medallion, his little star from his medallion in the, like, mm-hmm. bracer. And he gets, like, a nice, like, golden, like, morph sequence. He gets yeah. golden, gold and blue armor, and he gets a visor, so he's the dad now. Uh, he uh, Yeah, he, little, he's Racer X now. He's Racer X now. He gets a little black visor added to, like, the helmet of his armor, so y- you can't tell who he is. He cuts away. Kit is like running out of fire. Uh, and then the gold dragon and booster arrive like in proper toyetic appearance. Uh, yeah. Lance picks up the flashing light stick and it flashes blinding the crew. And then Bo does like a leg sweep of deception of the dragon that Mordred's on and scares them away pretty much. Scares. Uh, uh, the rest of the crew away. Uh, let's see. Mordred's dragon launches a, pro- a projectile that Arthur deflects, but it bounces off and destroys the supports for the rigging of the platform. So now the platform is going to fall. Uh, sorry, your house burned down, but now you're going to lose it to the to the terrible grounds below. Uh, yeah. Kit's dragon jumps off, uh, but Kit and the boys like go to land and then just start sliding off the platform. And they pretty much just slide yeah. right off. Like there's a scene, there's a scene where they just slide straight off. Arthur reacts like, "Yeah, my friends." Uh, Mordred <laughs> like hey, hey, escapes, and Arthur goes to pull up his friends. They're dangling on a loose cable. Parm. Yeah, and they're Lance. all one after each other, holding onto a rope like the poster for the Goonies. Exactly. They are able to pick up like Parm and Lance, but the cable snaps, and we get a shot of. You know, the abject horror of Kit falling to her death and then like mm-hmm. a beats where you're just like, oh, they just killed a character in episode two. Pretty cool. And Arthur's dragons jump. They can't fly, but he jumps. They dive after her and they catch her. And then the symbol glows on Bo's head again. And like little like gills, like wide gills, like dinosaur gills, like pop out of Bo's sides. 
and he like yeah. glides on the air and they're able to like catch themselves. Kit's dropped off and and she's like, Who are you? And he's like, I'm the dragon booster. But he like flubs the lion and it's very very cute. And yeah, he, he does like a, a fake deep heroic voice and then coughs. Yeah. <laughs> uh and meanwhile we cut to word pain. Uh he's like, I'm the villain of the show and I'll I'll get I don't like what's happening. I'll get you, Dragon Booster. And he throws Next a time, sc- Dragon Booster. Next, Next time. Next time. He throws a little skull on the ground. He's like, yeah. He's like, maybe maybe you should get better help than your son. But okay. Uh, and yeah, that's Dragon Booster. Sorry, I kind of rambled through the ending there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. There's a lot to cover. This is a very detailed show. I, I don't know if... I think I'm past... The age and time in my life when I could really connect with it, but I did admire like how much world building there was. I, 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 the animation style doesn't totally work on me anymore, but the character designs I think are cool. I mm-hmm. understand there's why there's enough here that it was a successful enough franchise for several other games and adaptations, and why there's still to this day a very, very detailed fan site. Yes, you can go visit it yourself. Yeah, I. that's why I kind of was like, there's enough lore being built here about this world that I'm like, this is very interesting, and I'd like to watch more of this, like, see more of that lore and more of these characters. I watched, I guess spoilers for the rest of the series, I, you can watch this free on Amazon Prime. You might be able to watch it free with just IMDb TV, which is like the service that Amazon Prime went through for this show. Um, yeah, I was like trying to find the episode where they figure it out that Connor is this, yeah. uh, and it's not till the end of season two where he's like, "I gotta reveal to you who I am." Uh, but yeah, and by that point, like Mordred is like become at, like in the beginning of season three, Mordred becomes an evil dragon booster, and we find out Good. that there are more there are more colored gauntlets out in the world, and like of season course. three was set up to like introduce parman as like a like a green uh like dragon booster like have hey. more characters be colored dragon boosters and i'm like this is like a good momentum for good shows unfortunately it just didn't have the a big enough fan base at the time that could buy the toys other than that i i really i really liked walking uh back down this path of jedex history so yeah i would recommend checking it out uh this was only the first two episodes so this should be a good introduction to Think about if you want to uh, uh, watch the show or not, but I'd recommend it. Uh, Mel, thank nice. you for indulging me. Yeah, no, I think it's fun to look at these shows that you remember very fondly that I completely missed. Yeah, and vice versa. I, I love when you introduce a show that I'm like, I don't know what this is, like a ghostwriter. But yeah, <laughs> or like my brother and me, like for the last episode. Yeah. Mm. So uh, what are we watching next time? As we record this, it is the dead of winter. It's a difficult Mm. time to feel motivated. You know, it's so cold. It's snowy outside. You can't go out and and walk. Uh, You know, you can't go take the the walk around the park that you might enjoy. You you can throw on a fitness video. The earth. (laughs) 
<laughs> right? You could throw on a fitness video and, and do it that right there in your home, but like it's you're cold, you're bundled under blankets, and you're like, I just want to go from under blanket on couch to under blanket on bed. Don't make me leave blanket. I'm like, you know what? I need some motivation. I need to get up, get exercising. We're gonna watch Lazy Town. Hey, all right. I can watch some. I don't think I ever watched a full episode of Lazy Town. I'm into it. Lazy Town is fun <laughs> from what I remember when I would catch it in college. I'm like, this is weird. This is weird and I like it. Uh, I want to watch episode one. Okay. I want to see how the heck this thing was set up. And okay. then uh, I'll have to double check the episode title, but we have to watch the episode with the We Are Number One song. Yes, yes. I was about to interrupt because uh, like, I'm like, we have a to requirement. watch requirement. We have to we watch ha- We I, I, I've seen the song, of course, but I don't know what the rest of the episode is. I need to see it in context. Yeah, Absolutely. So do you want to just do the that one and, and the intro episode? Yeah, we'll do episode one. And then I think the We Are Number One episode is called like Robbie's Dream Team or something Aww. like that. Yeah. Uh, this okay. show is on Prime, but we will have to like pay for a, a week or two free trial of some like Kids, Kids. Zone channel or something yeah. like that to get it. Okay, so we can do that. Uh, so yeah. Tune in for that next time. I'm I'm excited for that. That should be a lot of fun. Lazy Town's fun. Yeah. Also, it should be a, a very simple plot. Should be easy to take notes. Because <laughs> I think this is our first like Nick Junior like like kind of show. Like, kids, well, it was kids. Arthur. Yeah, but like Arthur is like. Yeah, Arthur isn't like for little kids. It's just very calming. Yeah. Also, did you see that uh, they? announced that for the finale of the Arthur series, they're going to do a, like, jump ahead to adult characters. There's an Arthur series happening now? I didn't even know that to begin with. Melissa, Arthur never stopped. Oh, oh, oh my god, oh my god, I'm completely, we've been talking about Arthur all all night, and I got (laughs) screwed up. I was thinking about Rupert. We watched Rupert. That was on dead and gone. Yeah. Right, I'm like, who's making new Rupert? No, of course, <laughs> Arthur has been continuously running since like 1996. Arthur Reed is always out there, and I am, I am excited to see adult Arthur. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'm, man, when we do that, we should watch episode one and episode what 600 or something. It's gonna be. Yeah, episode Arthur. one, uh, the episode where Mr. Ratburn gets married. <laughs> and, and then the very last episode, the three most important yeah. Arthur episodes. Uh, right, oh, that one the, and the one with the library card song. And the, the one where Dee Dee c- turns into an attack on Titan. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, great. I have a lot, there's so much to look forward to next time. Um, yeah. Th- thank you guys so much for listening. This was so much fun. If you guys like what you're hearing, which I hope you do, thank you for listening. You can support the show, if you want, by leaving a five-star rating and review wherever you can rate podcasts. If you want, you can take a screenshot of that, send it to us on the show, at SaturdayMOPod on Twitter, or SaturdayMOPod at gmail.com. Uh, send, it th- send us that, and we'll read it on live on the next episode. Uh, so yeah. And it also helps people find the show. It's it's great, and we would appreciate it so much. Uh, if you would ever like to inquire about being a guest on the show and talk about like an episodes, a couple episodes of a show you want to watch, anything like that, 
send us an email, SaturdayMOPod at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. But yeah, uh, if you'd like to talk to me, I'm at James Wilk on Twitter. Mel? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Listen to my other podcasts on the Whatnots network of podcasts. I'm on the review show every week, uh, the book club style media discussion show where we cover a different movie, uh, season of a TV show, a couple volumes of a comic every week. The Captain's Log is our weekly off-topic nonsense chat show. And the Reactor Core is our feed for brand new things. Uh, just last night, we recorded an episode uh, after season one of Yellow Jackets wrapped up. And as you're hearing this, I guess we're gearing up for Moon Knight to get started. Yeah, should be very interesting. I love love me some Oscar Isaac, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go check those out. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to release the dragon and relax, kick back. It's Saturday. It's Saturday. Thank you all for coming today. You are the best street and elite class racers in Dragon City. And I want you all to meet my new dragon. I believe he will be the most powerful dragon on the planet. Black and gold dragon of legend. What is that, Connor? Level six white arrow gear? Five blue balance? Five red speed burst? He can fully magnetize and use all gear types and levels. A dragon that uses all gear colors? No dragon does that. See for yourself. I know you. Your word pain son, Mordred. What are you gonna do about it, old man? The mark of the Dragon Eye crew, huh? My stable is off limits to Down City crew members. Go home, Mordred. Tell your father, my old friend, Word, I said, hello. Oh, I'll give him your message. So, Word Payne knows about the black and gold dragon. Please excuse me. Arthur, it's time you know.